Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. You are now listening to Good, Bad, and Unavailable. Okay, um, so if you ain't dead, you're probably listening to us right now. This is episode 157 of the- Yeah! <laughs> well, damn. Right there, huh? Damn! Okay, oh. sorry. Alright, let's start over. Somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, this nigga talk about if y'all niggas ain't dead like we are in fucking World War Z and shit, we not there yet. Damn. Yet is the operative word. I mean, I'm trying to be realistic. But the good news is, if anyone watches The Walking Dead, they did end up up here. So mm. we're close enough. We're close enough to the motherland. Oh. If it does happen, we already the here. motherland. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, hello, everyone. My name's Wes. Um, I ain't got no AKs. AKs. <laughs> Fucking just sit in the house, y'all. God damn. Make my job easier. AKA make my job easier. Thank you. Kelly, who are you? <laughs> Obviously, she's Kelly. <laughs> Obviously. Well, um, hey guys, this is Kelly. Um, I am the sophisticated piehead, and I would love to just second that. Please just stay in the fucking house. Like, just. I've been in the house since Saturday. I don't think I've been outside once. Maybe once. Just to fill the air. But outside of that, like, I've just been in the house. So, if I could do it, you could do it too. Hmm. Message! Next up, somebody? I'll oh. say my name. I'm Tiffany. Uh, Miss Tulip. Um, I tweeted why. Well, posted on Instagram this week that I used to be Rose Parks on Twitter because we were alcohol heroes at one point and I'm that way again tonight because that is what I'm drinking is Rose. So I am Rose Parks. Oh my lord. Ah, mm-hmm. it's a mess. <laughs> <The> freedom <laughs> I'm, I'm, I gotta find that clip again. 
Who is next? I think somebody. What's up, everybody? It's Day, aka Quarantine Cutie, aka Doomacorn Day. While all of you all are sitting at home with nothing to do and barely working, uh, make sure you play some video games so I can keep a job. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess it's my turn. Uh, it's the undead Wash God 5000 because I'm not dead. <laughs> Surviving the corona, even though I have to work in a building that technically had corona. Never mind, never mind. So never don't hang out with Darren. That's what he's saying. <laughs> We're not going to go there. Darren's um, going to continue to self-quarantine. I'm, I'm self-quarantining. I only go to the office and back home. I was built for this shit. I don't know if you guys have seen my mini fridge. There's literally like 36 <laughs> cans of beer, three different <laughs> bottles of liquor that are completely full, and I just got two more. This is my time. I was built for this shit. I got an Xbox and a PlayStation. I'm ready for this. Let's go. You? What's up, everybody? This is Q, a.k.a. Teachers, how y'all feeling? Parents, y'all all right? Okay, that was a good one. Yeah. Wow. Q and those. Uh, and I'm Greg, and I'm still going to work. So if you don't hear from me next week, I'm probably with your Lord. Um, so- yeah, we're, going, we're not going to speak to that. We I don't like that. Reverse that. Take that back. Thanks, friend. Fine, fine. Um, so morbid, words bro. or spells, my nigga. Fine, I'm sorry. I'll take it back. I'll edit it out of the show. I really hate my employer right now. So I'm hoping that, you know, my wife is enjoying her extended maternity leave um, because I'll be going to work till possibly May 30th, if that. And you might as well kick the school year. May 30th, they have three weeks left? Mm-hmm. And then, so, well, go ahead. Sorry, Greg. Go ahead, Q. Yeah, let's just say uh, March 13th, last Friday, that's the end of the school year. We're not going back. Y'all lucky as shit. Yeah, this school year is a dub. Yeah, my same school, thing for my daughter. My school's like, so since you was online anyway, <laughs> you can still keep doing your work. I mean, Legit, but how does that work? Okay, Q, because you're, you're in the, the lower half of the school system. Like I, all of my friends who like are in school or in college. So mm-hmm. how does it work when you say we're not going back and the school year is over like y'all not doing packets what happened no, 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 to distance no. learning so when i mean the school year is over i'm talking about classroom based learning oh okay but y'all so, are still planning on teaching children because everybody was talking about online distance learning yes 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 so i'm saying that i i know that as of right now one school system and that's kansas has already announced that they are ending classroom-based learning for this academic year, for the rest of this academic year. Um, a couple of a, a couple of other states are considering doing the same thing, um, namely California, um, New York. When they announced their closing on Monday or Sunday, the days have run by. Um, they, uh, Mayor De Blasio, indicated that that could be a possibility in New York as well. That there will be no more classroom-based instruction for the rest of the year. Um, I know here in D.C., we're out until April 1st. Um, but if you're telling us to avoid groups of 10 people or more, I have a classroom of 21 students. There's no way 
we're going back to school. Yeah, bro, I'm running so out of that space. Are you going to do the distance learning? Yeah, that's what he said. They're going to continue to do distance learning. But oh, if yeah. you, the funny thing though is, if you read the CDC mandate when it says like we uh, request, like the 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 request is that no more gathers is social gathering. There's a line right under that that said it doesn't include schools, <laughs> which is just like how. Which is which is, which is retarded because schools are germ factories, especially elementary schools. On a well, day. the CDC just told the healthcare workers it was like, all right, niggas, if you get exposed and you not sick, you can still go to work. If you ain't got no mask, put on a scarf, put on a bandana, just bring your ass. So don't don't expect much, okay? Like, and I'm then you gotta. I'm sorry, sorry to cut And then uh, you can't really trust. Unless, unless it's Dr. Fossey, you can't trust anything the CDC is saying because it's man is run by the orange damp nut. So, All right. Okay. Can I say my piece? Go for it. Because I got a motherfucking bone to pick with this motherfucker. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, this, like, I what I said in one of my group chats this week. I was like, if America, if after all this shit and how incompetently handled every natural disaster this man has fumbled from Puerto Rico to this shit to just even the fucking Paris Agreement, like if that is not enough to be the nail in the coffin, America deserves to become the desolate wasteland that it is trying so desperately to be because this nigga knew since January that this shit was like coming and that this was becoming more serious and he decided to just not blow it off. But let's take it one step let's take it one step further. As you all, if you keep up with the news and shit, people, you have seen the reports about how him and the Obama administration, his people in the Obama administration had a tabletop discussion about things that you could encompass while during your presidency, three very major serious catastrophes that could happen, a pandemic, a cyber attack, and there was something else that I can't remember because it's irrelevant. Oh, some political interference, I think was the third one. This man turns around and fires the people in, like, the CDC or, like, national, I think, NSA, whoever, I don't know which organization houses them. It was the pandemic. pandemic yeah, but uh, the pandemic response. For the NSA. So he just decides to fire and cut that whole team like this shit could never possibly happen in America. We could never be affected by a global pandemic. <laughs> not just that. Not just that. He needed the money for his vanity wall. But... You cut a truly essential service just to spite this black man and because you didn't deem it important enough because you are so incompetent and ignorant to like how running a motherfucking country works that now we are literally about to be in turmoil and there will be millions of people's lives and blood on your hands because you decided to not take this shit seriously. Like, the government has not been functionally operational since he's taken office because he can't keep people in positions. The nigga that is the director of OPM resigned this week. Like, no one is staying in government. It's bad. It's ridiculous. And, yeah. I have to get a ticket for this show. I don't want to cut you off. Um, Apparently... 
Haiti is now in full lockdown after reporting its first two cases of coronavirus. Oh, they're not. Everyone else is not fucking playing with y'all. Like America is too in, in selfish, individualistic to truly like lock down. Like they are going to have to in, in, enact martial law, and then we all about to be in a hurt locker because th- this shit is like I know before because even though they weren't like releasing information about how deadly and how contagious the shit was to us. So when it first, when the report first come, started coming, I'm like, okay, this is cool. But I mean, niggas die from the flu. Like I'd even as a healthcare professional didn't understand because information was skewed and not being reported. Yeah. And I'm like, America is a straight white male. I mean, it is a poorly developed country. Shout so out to respect the, the straight white male attitude to to even care or to to think that it would even be affected um it's like you got to be personally affected by the shit for you to take this shit seriously like i've heard of travel contracts for nurses for had to pay um to go to like states that are being hit hard by this shit up upwards upwards of three to four thousand dollars a week they're paying nurses three to four thousand dollars a week to go staff these states Whose healthcare force is being taken taking a hit from the coronavirus? You going? Nah, nigga, I'm like really tethered to my job, and they pay for my school. I thought about it though. I'm not uh, even gonna lie. What am I about to say? <laughs> I wish. Do any of y'all have any random thoughts? I know Wes had hers the first oh. minutes of the show. Yeah, we're not gonna play those on the show because y'all niggas will have them boys out for me if they're not already <laughs> on their way. I had one. So has anyone experienced the uh, quarantine bay text yet? Because no. Oh wait, yes, I it did. has started. It has began. Uh, began. Oh, what happens? Do they, 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 they offer to come over, or what's the text so I can quantify so, if I got it or not? Can I? Do y'all remember when I told y'all about that nigga who was like, "Oh, you gave me the push to go back to my ex or whatever"? Yes. Uh, that nigga hit me up. Talk about some. What did he say? Oh, he's like, "Oh, how are you doing? Everything? I know. I'm just checking on you." And I'm like, "I'm cool. It is what it is. Can't do nothing about it. Just go to work." Um, and he was like, "What are you doing? Or when do you go back to work? And you should bring those lips over there." And I was just like, "No." Niggas is bored. Niggas is home drinking. Oh. <laughs> And just texting. Go, go back to your, if you you told me you was going back to your ex. Go back to her. Bring her lips over there. Leave me alone. He wants oh, your God. lips, Wes. He no don't lips. need mine. He doesn't. He's good. He's super good. I promise. I mean, you. But what's going to happen if like the dude comes over and he has like that? What is it? The N95 mask and he's talking to you in a bit, like Bane, though. <laughs> I hate you so goddamn much. Oh, definitely get the draw. I was like, you gotta get the fuck out of this bitch. Oh my god, that mask, nigga. I will never forget that movie. I will never forget seeing that movie and wondering why am I so turned on by this man that I can't see. That is the precursor to big dick energy. I was just like, big dick energy. Oh my god, I don't know who this villain is, but I want him to win. I want him to kill Batman. 
I want him to couldn't be even see the nigga, bro. Like you couldn't I see the nigga. Have you, you know what love is blind? Be. It's not about seeing. It's about feeling. Exactly. Oh, if he I killed Batman, him. if he killed some women and children, I probably wouldn't have cared. I just wanted to listen to him talk some more. Nigga. <laughs> and that's sad. But it was a movie. It, it was fictional. So I knew it wasn't real. It was just extra. So it was just a matter of knowing the reality of the situation and I, understanding that sometimes you just gotta close your eyes and visualize i'm just so done with mm. all of that right there. Oh. um i'm not judging you i just said i'm done with it but i i understand where you're coming from because yeah like i said precursor to bde that was supreme big dick energy mm-hmm. like a, women wanting to draw the just drop and throw the drop grenade launch the draws to you can't even see your face because you got an octopus on that shit like come on <laughs> Listen, that movie came out and a new porn category came out too it, it did? did i'm it just did. saying it probably did i'm just did. i'm oh, sure okay. there was a lot of women who was just like can you just put that yeah, mask on right, and talk to y'all were like wait a minute is this oh, a little category like what is this this is a king <laughs> it did um, Who's right. Googling it? Who's looking at it? Let me open up this new tab. Incognito, right? <laughs> Incognito, right. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Is that the show name? Incognito? I hate y'all. I hate y'all. Love Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. My ears have been ringing. The simultaneous Sorry. Incognito browser. Sorry. Oh. I'm drinking and smoking. What? The moves. I need to turn on my alarm so I can to teach. I got to teach a virtual class tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to a virtual NACA workshop on Saturday. Oh, interesting. So if y'all are in the market to buy a home who don't have a home and want to use their program, you can go on their site and sign up for these live webinars. Now, they are the same length of time that the in-person classes were. So they are like four to five hours. Damn. So let you know so you can prepare yourself to be sitting there for a while. But after that, you can go to the next step with um, using their workshop or program to get a house. So, Mm. I mean... It's worth it. It's nothing like owning your own home, guys. I guess. I have another question. Oh, cool. or thought or whatever. So, speaking from you know being in front of your computer, like work from home life. How long do you think until you just get like too boring? Because like we need interaction of some sort, right? I don't have that problem. Go ahead, Dan. I'll follow up from you. I'll take this one. Coming from a uh, personal experience, having to sit at home for three fucking months with a fucked up leg. It gets boring after about, I don't know, the seventh day. <laughs> oh, no. Not even a week. I have at least a month. So no, the I'm already. Oh, no. Oh, I don't I know. Days. I feel like if you work in a position where you where you work from home already, like, at least for my, like, I'm, I have somewhat of a hybrid role. So even though I have to physically be in the office, the majority of the time, a lot of the time, I get home and I still log in and I still work from home. So... It's not that much of an adjustment for me. We were on a company call today where they had all the business um, business professionals log in, and I guess it was like 60 of us. It was ridiculous. But everybody just wanted to give out shout-outs. It was silly. But people just, you know, a lot of people who just never worked from home before. And 
I don't know. I feel like if you have before, it doesn't get that boring. I just watch TV. Yeah, I'm over, I, um, I'm over it. I have been working from home. This is day four of work from home. It was boring day one. Uh, just no. because I'm a, I'm a social person. I work in a very open atmosphere job. Right. I can just randomly walk to my coworker's desk and chop it up like I'm used to being to walk around. So, I mean, and right now I'm kind of in a stagnant position just because of the nature of my work. Uh, there's a lot of decisions that have to kind of domino down to me uh, before I can continue what I was doing. So a lot of my projects are on hold right now. So I've just been, I've scheduled a couple like Zoom lunchtime meetings with my friends. Um, my mom now FaceTimes me whenever she wants, <laughs> which is just a little too much. She needs to be put on a schedule too. Uh, I will randomly call one of my coworkers and be like, this is the equivalent to me popping up at your desk. What's she doing? Okay. <laughs> mm. I hate that. Yeah, I mean, like right now. Well, we like it in my office, Kelly Elise. Don't do me like that. I just, I'm not, I'm just not a small talk person. I just, you know, like if I like you, of course, like we'll chop it up or whatever. But at work, like I just, I don't know. Like You don't have people that you like at work that you chop up? Yeah, I, I have a lot of people at work that I like. I know a lot of people a lot of them but for me I just I really hate small talk it's I gotta just, I gotta live on small talk right now that's all I got that's all I, I got I, I, I feel you I feel you but <laughs> when I'm at work and usually any other time I just don't like it so when I'm at work and people come and talk to me I usually give them a weird stare and then they get are you one of those yeah yeah I'm one of those comfortable. I do no. I do and it's <laughs> Hi, and then they walk away. Yeah, yeah. I heard it was Brian's birthday. Uh huh. That's it. Oh, two o'clock in the lunchroom. Uh, okay. okay, I'll be all right. Okay, all yeah. right. That's better than me. That's better than I thought. Like most hey. people, me personally, I just stare at my computer. Oh shit, you said something, huh? No, that's me most of the time, though. Or I put my earphones in and pretend like I can't hear you, but I heard every single. Wow. AirPods being nothing, be playing, huh? I'm so thankful for my my work atmosphere then, because that's not us. <laughs> if I worked in a different atmosphere, it'd probably be different. But I've been working with these same people for seven years, so for mm-hmm. me, it's just like. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you no more. I don't. I don't heard enough. I'm done. Don't talk to me about your kids. I don't give a damn. I don't. I don't. I time my coworker this morning just to look at his baby. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. He was like, "She'll be up at ten if you want to talk to her." And I was like, "I do. I do want to talk to her." <laughs> Yo, he put, he put her on camera, and I was like, "What's up, girl? How's it going?" She was like, "No, no, no, no." I was like, "Yes, girl. Tell me what your daddy did. Tell me." <laughs> She's really oh, cute. <laughs> I ain't doing that for everybody's baby, uh, but just his. I like his baby. So I only got. I ju- oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, too. One last thing. I just feel really bad for all the seniors who don't get to, you know, graduate um, officially. I guess do they still get their degrees? I mean, because yeah, they still, still have classes left, right? You're done. Okay. You still want. But you don't have like the experience, you know, of the whole. Ceremony. Even the parties part of it. Like, what, what parties? I was looking forward to. Huh? What parties? What parties? The graduation parties. The graduation what do you mean? Party. Just, like, <laughs> the, the, the family party. throw for you? Senior week. 
I, I mean, have a gra- I didn't party. get a graduation Every party. club in D.C. is lady to mm. motherfucking titty. No, I, so I, had a, I had a high school graduation party. I had, I had a high school graduation party, and then I went to another graduation party. Which I had a high school graduation cookout, and then I had, for college, my mom just all took us to Grace's at the harbor, but she made a lunch reservation. You know what that means. No, I don't know what that means. The menu is cheaper. Yeah. Oh, no. And that was it. That was that was it. I didn't have a graduation. I I didn't have a graduation party for either one of my degrees. I had a I had a going away cookout when I was leaving for nursing school again because it was a struggle, bro. Anyway, I'm trying to think how like graduation was cool, and I was happy to be done with it. But I don't know. It didn't feel like super special. Nah, nigga, this is well, maybe like thinking back on it. Yeah, no, I don't know. I was very emotional when I got my like graduated nursing school. I didn't, but but we had had two graduations. We had the like the all school graduation that you don't Mm -hmm. walk at. They don't call your name. Um, and then we had uh, my major, the swag surf. Yeah, my smaller (laughs) um majors graduation and it was cool but it was real unorganized we just uh-huh. sat wherever we wanted to and then you gave somebody your name of your yeah. slip and then you walked across and i remember being really upset the day of my graduation because uh-huh. my mom pissed me off because uh-huh. i wanted to do what all the other graduates were doing we had like all of these places on campus that are like the signature places to take pictures in your cap and gown and my mother would not walk around campus to take the picture she was like we don't want to stand in line your grandmother's here can we do this another time no i graduated today when are we gonna do this but see this is why i'm in therapy so i'm about uh-huh. to- don't mind me <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, man. Nah, nigga, I'm I'm walking with my Hogwarts attire when I'm done with this motherfucking degree. I'll be a doctor. As yeah. you should, man. Right. I mean, for that, absolutely. So you should. I don't know. I cried when I got my undergraduate degree. Maybe because it was it was. I think going to Virginia State and being in poli sci, like it was a small department. And, you know, first of all, like, I think going to HBC, period, is just like being in a, a family atmosphere. Yes. And on top of that, being in a smaller, I guess, subsection of the HBCU, mm-hmm. it was dope because, like, we really, from day one, we was just always riding for each other. And no matter what we needed, no matter, you know, who needed to study, no matter how late we needed to stay up, no matter what notes we needed to take, we always looked out for each other. So it was kind of like, and it was also like the accountability for my professors. Like I can remember a lot of my professors, the three of them, um, honestly, the three main ones from the department, and how much they held me accountable, how my held my feet to the fire. And when they didn't really, it was very noticeable that they didn't do that to other people. So graduation day, walking across that stage and not seeing my pseudo daddies or pseudo uncles anymore it was it was a it was a moment. Like I definitely I, I wept. I did not cry. I wept. It was a moment. I did not have that same thing when I graduated from Syracuse. See, but. I can see that's different. I can see that, but. <laughs> not to make it funny but i saw somebody post on twitter they was like oh you've been talking about no cap all year guess what no gown either (laughs) it was funny though so so, yeah mine see well at lincoln 
um, I had the privilege of going through two senior weeks. So senior week is like basically everyone gets together, we drink, we party. And then, you know, that first Sunday in May, we walk. Uh, the year I actually walked, I was asleep during the ceremony because I was fucked up the last, the, 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 that Saturday night. You, that's 2020. I know. No, no, no. This was Bro, you made me scare my cat off the table. <laughs> this was 13. Years. No, really, it was no, this was 13 years ago. It was even worse. Oh, but what? <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. It, it, aging yourself like this. It was even worse then. I slept through the I slept through the majority of the of the ceremony and I'm glad I did because guess who our um commencement speaker was? Oh. Oh, Trump? No. Oh. The current secretary <laughs> of how the current secretary of housing and urban development. Oh, Yes. That's bad. Right. That's Carson like was cool say that. But he was saying it. He was saying it, but he's still. He is like yeah. literally I, one of the most disappointing black figures of all history. Yo, oh, did we all have that book or did we not all have that book? We all had to read all had that book. Gifted hands? What? Had to fucking write a book report on it. I got to see him as a kid because of that book. And he was really inspiring to me. And then to see this, it's just like, well, Santa Claus really isn't real either. So <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> Can't meet your heroes. Well, we didn't meet them, but you know what I mean. Listen, your hero. If you live, <laughs> and home, I mean, your heroes will become the villain. Like it's fucking Batman was right. Mad gems, all right. Mad gems, right. And and <laughs> I'm one because I wanted to go into I wanted to go into medical field medical field before I decided to teach. And I regarded Carson, Ben Carson as one of like one of my wow black man, a neurosurgeon, and he's famous. And then now it's like. Nigga, like, I don't this know nigga you. was like an anomaly <laughs> in his field. He's still like one of the most highly regarded surgeons in the world for technology. Why do you sound it's so stupid? Because this is what happens when you focus solely on STEM and you don't take your liberal arts requirements seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I think he tried to do some <laughs> surgeries on himself and hit a wrong nerve. Oh my. <clears throat> <clears throat> that could be a movie, so actually. <laughs> He just sounded like something's missing. Like, I mean, like was kicking in his brain and just picked out a piece. And just, you know? but I be telling these STEM babies, I'm like, you need, you need that art and language and romance and all that stuff that helps you become it enhances a well-rounded thinking. person. Just a, a, full, a full human being. Yeah, like you need depth, nigga. Like we're not just ones and zeros. <laughs> Otherwise, you're AI. <laughs> and like, I've been going on rants in different group chats about how you cannot stem your way out of poverty. Don't come at me, argue your Grammy. It's the truth. <laughs> well, it, it is completely the truth. It's so, completely the truth. Y'all can kiss my ass. If you feel otherwise, then that's all I have to say about that. Can't stem your way into art. Can't stem your way into good music. Y'all gonna have all these engineers and have nothing else and be mad as fuck. Yeah. Can't stem your way into these panties. You can't stem your way to be Beyonce. Beyonce was not meant to be an engineer, and we and the world is grateful for it. All right? <laughs> you can't stem your way into Tim's panties. All right? Being smart isn't the end all be all, motherfuckers. That's what happened. Oh. That was the point. Well, keeping it in the same vein of education, uh, one of the uh-huh. topics that 
came up like at the end of like last week into this week was people really going on Megan Estalia for having a 3.7 GPA. She had a 2.7 because a 3.7 isn't that bad. That is quite well, actually. That's actually, you know, you're, um, you're up there. You're on the Dean's, dean's list. list. Yeah. You're on the Dean's list because, yeah, clearly I did not have anything close to that. But I mean, in, in response, I graduated. Thank you, Lordy. <laughs> what you I, feel, I feel like in response to like the whole Megan Thee Stallion thing, like kudos to her for just staying enrolled in the fucking program. Okay? Like, this girl is not a quitter. She said that, you know, she recognizes and, and acknowledges publicly that she could be doing better. But she is also like an actual celebrity. She's a superstar. She's out here making a lot of money and providing for her family and actually providing a lot of cool ideas that will provide opportunities for her friends that are currently in school right now that may not have an easy opportunity to get a job once they get out or graduate. So I think that even though her GPA isn't where it is, I mean, let's be honest, how many jobs have asked you for your fucking GPA or your transcript? Very little, very little, very few. I sent mine into a couple, but the, the, the main thing is, is the majority of them don't ask for that shit. So, it doesn't matter. I'm like, niggas were saying this shit, and I'm like, most of y'all, a lot of y'all who talk about her couldn't keep the 2.5 to get into your Greek organization of preference. Woo! Um, (laughs) Drop out. A student working, and she's traveling the entire country doing shit and still being in school. Of course, she's not gonna have a fucking four point. Like, it's not like you'd have to be superhuman on motherfucking crack to be doing all of that shit. And it's but she's point three points away from a three point oh. She's not that far away. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and she's. I'm. I don't see. I'm just. I'm really confused as to why people are like. I'm like her lifestyle clearly isn't conducive to someone having an like a four point. Like, what are you expecting? She's doing her best. Let most her of y'all, best. most of y'all niggas is judging her because of whatever projections y'all got. Exactly. Sure. But I'll be clear. I went to I went to school with y'all niggas, and I remember oh, when I was in class and we were taking English class. And I remember how in, in high school I hated all the fucking steps we had to take for our research reports, and then I remember saying this was all we had to do, and all y'all was crying because you was like, "Oh my god, we got to do all of this." So what I'm saying is, y'all probably couldn't even do what she was doing. In the first place, you, you definitely ain't got her knees, motherfucker. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you, can't, you can't twerk with her. You, you can't, can't twerk with her. You probably can't debate her. You probably you can't, can't drive the boat. Your anime choice is whack. Like all of stop it. it. Just, just stop. What they can do. You know what we love you, Megan. What can they do, D? They could probably sign a better contract than she did. Oops. Well, oh, you know oh. what? Can't she was just too trusting. Everybody, a lot of people in the music industry has had fucked up contracts. Right. Not a big facts back in 1999. No, no, no. Talking about. <laughs> we're not talking about the blue faces of the world. He's just fucking dumb. We're talking about artists in general getting fucked over by these record labels. Like, right. that's a that's a very common thing. I didn't stop. Just like it hasn't stopped not that bad. It's, At least she's early in her career too. Like, imagine it like years days. down the line, like a Tony Braxton status, and she's still trying to make up for it. At that point, like, like I feel like I'm, y'all acting like people ain't been suitable for. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
and that was when she was established at that point, or like yeah. TLC when they were, you know, making money, money. But yeah, like, you know, Megan just starting out. She's had time one. to. People like to criticize Oprah for going in on her, but I, I kind of low key agree with Oprah for going in on her. She was doing the absolute fucking most. Oh, Peaches? Nah, um, Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. Wait, I didn't. Why did Oprah? Oh, Braxton I, I missed that. Kind of. I mean, a lot of people were just like criticizing. I mean, a lot of people were criticizing her lately. But I remember, like, there was a comment and criticism about how she like constantly like taunts or brings down tries to demean black people, especially. And she, they brought up the whole like scenario about how she was doing her um, tour of her house and talking about her bankruptcy. I don't know if it was the first or the second time, but either way. It was ridiculous because the shit that she was showing her, she was like, I mean, do you really need this? I mean, do you really, really need this shit? Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's fabulous. And Oprah was like, I mean, because you were broke, so I don't understand why you need it. So, I <laughs> so I mean, I don't really see I don't really see why everybody was mad at Oprah for saying that. She was trying to like talk some sense into the girl. Like just because you got money don't mean you gotta let everybody know you got fucking money. Mm-hmm. Period. Sometimes you gotta keep that shit to yourself and let people think you're still poor. Message. You think Harriet Tubman was walking around with a fucking nice, shiny fucking dress on with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves to freedom? I'm sorry, I just had to do it. <laughs> I had to do it. Um, let me see. I only had one random thought, and then we gotta go to first 48. Um, Damn, we still have random thoughts. Well, I actually mixed the both between the news and all this because we were talking Corona and everything. So, um... Yeah. If the government paid you, would you let them inject you with coronavirus to test for a cure? Um, nah. It depends on how much money. How much money? How much money? My mutant ass is... I, I can get through this shit, huh? She's doing it now, but there was no price that was disclosed. Just okay, well, throw out an upgrade. Throw a price out. Throw a price out. Okay, so say if they gave... If they was like, we'll, we'll forgive your student loan. Sign me the fuck up, nigga. That's not uh, enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. I need no. They're out, of, they're out of price, Greg. I need you to clear my whole debt. My mortgage. Nope. And my car payment. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a price. I need a price. Let the man name a price. <laughs> right, say if they said $80,000. No. <laughs> Per what? Per trial? $80,000. Per, per month? Per week? Per, per $40? Per it would be per injection. No. Per injection. So they got to inject me multiple times. No, they can only inject you once, you do. No. No, nah, $80,000 is not going to be enough. You got to be lump sum. Yeah. Like it would probably be the beginning stages of whatever thing they're giving you. So it's like, it's not going to be the good stuff. <laughs> no, the answer <laughs> is no for me. I don't care what the money is. It's not going to be the right thing. Yeah, 80, 80 right. But well, he's not saying that. a vaccine, Tiff. He said the virus. The, the no, actual virus. They want to inject you. So, so there is no short, good stuff. So they can take your antibodies. And the one no, but they're saying inject it with you so they can come up with, like... A, I think I'm okay. okay so wait, 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 wait. Pause. Time out, time out, time out. Now, I see what Tiff is saying here. Hold on. So they're going to inject me with the virus. Do I get 80K every time they try to inject me with the cure they thought they created? That's what I'm saying, because they're going to try to inject, you know. No, because they're not. He didn't say they were going to give you the cure. He said that they were going to inject you with the virus and watch your ass. Yeah, it's like a. Take your antibodies. So stick 80,000. That's it. Or you gotta come up higher no. with the Take me with the disease. Yeah, no, it's, and it's eight thousand for me. I'm gonna Yo, need all these... I'm gonna take a half a mil non-taxed. What? <sighs> That's I, need a, I need a full I need a full million. I'm sorry. I need no, I mean 
I'm gonna. I'm just looking at the statistics, right? I'm looking at people in my age range with my very healthy health history that have gotten corona. Said it sucks, but by day ten, they're feeling better. So I'm gonna say about half a mil for me to sit at home for ten days and barely breathe. Okay. Untaxed. Untaxed. And I don't have to claim it on my taxes. I'm about to say, are we claiming it on taxes? I'm not okay, claiming cool. it, and it's untaxed. It's cash under the table. In the Cayman Islands. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Okay. I, I like it. Okay. Are y'all are ready for First 48 this week? B613, me that money. You see. <laughs> Stop. If I find some funny ones, can I freestyle winning? If you want to. Um, this <laughs> says, a man was jailed twice in two days for impersonating the cop. This has to be Florida. Nah, I'm going to go with New York. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs. Perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. All right, so we are back, and since everything closed, I don't have a story right now, unfortunately. Uh, actually, I do. Uh, first for me, woman discovers bar of soap that she's been washing her hair and body with for days is actually a block of cheese. Bitches be nasty. So the fact that it never lathered it. Right. Like, no parts of that make sense. Where are the Green Bay Packers? This happened in the mid fucking Wherever they were, the cheese hats. That's what happened. Yep. Hell yeah. Wisconsin. Fucking cheese. Wisconsin. 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 Ohio. Well, that's Minnesota. Yeah, that, never mind. It's definitely fucking Wisconsin. People so fucking nasty. That's this definitely happens. fucking Wisconsin. Indiana. This happened in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, yeah. All right, next one. Uh, actually, it's kind of gross, but whatever. Um, woman licks plain toilet seat to prove that coronavirus is actually a hoax. Yeah, I fucking saw a video and I was pissed. Dumbass coronavirus challenge that is going around. Well, it's just fucking stupid. It ain't us. All right, so can you, can y'all, you know, so when we talk about flattening the curve and not having people like pass and transmit coronavirus, it wasn't a pass to like try to get sent to the hospital for some other dumb shit. Like look at fucking toilet seats. What's wrong with y'all? Why y'all like this? Why? Who said that was like, why? Child, why? Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew, girl. Can't just, tell, just tell us where it is. We, we don't really give a fuck because that's just dumb. 
It was Florida, unfortunately. Oh, uh, why? Yeah, sounds are like we, some Florida shit. Are we actually surprised? I am not surprised at all. Okay, there we go. Uh, so, Tiff, this one's for you. Yo! Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> story. It's a Torchy story. I knew it. <laughs> a pastor defies a state order and holds church service with hundreds of people says that coronavirus does not exist. Is that, a, is that probably down? somewhere down south? That yeah. is deep south. Is that <laughs> somebody? Somebody else was on um, Twitter acting a fool, talking about my God is bigger than coronavirus. That's, oh. yeah, that's the new churchy meme, and I'm like, why do y'all act like God didn't give us the wherewithal to protect you, you numbnuts from diseases, numbnuts. and y'all just refuse God's omnipotent? Excuse me. Um, thank you by giving us the knowledge to do the things like why why is that never a part of the equation they just don't want to follow instructions um it's some white church probably where is it (laughs) (laughs) it's alabama i'm going for louisiana (laughs) where is it at greg give me the answer (laughs) it happened in louisiana Wow, you guessed it. I knew it was not a You get to take a drink of wine. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the oh, uh, hey. What up, wifey? What we uh, eat? Everybody we say hey. Plate? What's on the plate, Darren? Say hey. Uh, that salad? That's love. Uh, In front of my salad? <laughs> We're everywhere. Oh my gosh. Hey, hey, Wes, is our spot doing carry out? Because I can go for a wedge right now. Uh, I don't know. Hey, yo. <laughs> what? I want a wedge. This is a show. What is happening? I don't think I don't, so. know. I don't know. I have to call. We gotta, we gotta eat, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Are y'all ready for a game? Maybe. No. Okay. Ready for what? Ready for a game? New game. Someone said timeout. Danger canceled. Coronavirus. Are you dying? Who is that? Are you, are you choking? New game. You cool? Okay. New I'm game. Alive. I'm alive. All right. Shout out to Jaden XD. This is called Am I the Asshole? Oh, I oh, love it's this. Not from them, but yeah, okay. I love that Reddit. It makes me irrationally angry, so I had to stop reading it for a while. I want to know what happened with that lady that her husband was trying to kill her because she was pregnant. Oh, her husband and her father-in-law. Yeah, yes, I never. We, I need sis. I don't. If anyone knows her, we we need to make sure she's of among the living because them niggas are gonna take her out. Please let, let us know if you've heard from her. So Reddit has you know how. Um, I'm, do you want me to explain this, Greg? Because I feel like some people might not know what Am I the Asshole is about. Sure. Um, so on Reddit, you know they have all those different threads that you. Of all the di- of all the things, so there's this one thread called "Am I the asshole?" where people will post scenarios in their lives and ask if they were the asshole in the situation. In the situation, and the one me and Diana was talking about was that this woman who was pregnant was talking about how her husband and her father-in-law were basically um, acting like she was going to die after birth, after giving birth, because I guess his wife or like his or her husband's mother died in childbirth. And, like, they were treating her like she was already going to be dead, talking about how they're going to, like, tell the baby all these stories about her. I remember this. They were, like, opting, like, so she, like, I think left to move or, like, stay with her mother or her family. And she was like, am I the asshole for, like, 
wanting to like not be around him while I'm like finishing my pregnancy because he's like acting crazy and right. we all like you in danger girl like this thing is trying to kill you like why are they acting like this like her like the father and the grand and the father and the law so and father they were like selling her clothes and was like, like wouldn't, she wouldn't give her clothes to goodwill for not wanting um wanting them to be in the room and they yeah. were like fighting her and was like telling her no you have to have us in the room like you can't say no we can't be in the room yeah like no yes i can <laughs> it was crazy so i hope you're doing well sis because we are really worried about you i i mean i think about her a while like, a couple times a week so i'm just like that was really Aww. disturbing but okay sorry greg no problem so am i the asshole for pointing out what my friend is actually just a cook at Applebee's when he claims to people that he is a <laughs> He wanted them Instagram drawings that puts parsley on everything. So, does anybody somebody want to actually read this? Because this is ridiculous. Sure, I'll read it. Share the screen. Uh, mm, that's a horrible fake name. Okay. So, read. I want to read the whole question. So scroll up a little bit. There you go. Am I the asshole for pointing out that my, what my friend act, is actually just a cook at Applebee's when he claims to people that he is a professional chef, quote unquote? My friend, who I'll call Janto as a fake name, horrible fake name. Janto. Janto. Like nigga, what? Anyway. It's always going around telling people that he's a professional chef. When we talk to new people at a bar or like a bar or whatever, he always says he is a professional chef. Whenever anyone else anywhere asks him what he does, that is what he says. But Janto is actually just a cook at Applebee's. And I don't want to diss Applebee's or anything, but it's not like he, but it's not like the cooks, quote unquote, are designing the recipes or making anything complex. I think most of it is like a pre-prepared in some fashion. It probably comes from the Applebee's factory in Mongolia or something. Factory. <laughs> what? <laughs> or something. And they follow very specific steps to reheat it or who knows what. But it's not like they're, they are chefing around. Chefing. Also, whenever they, whenever we are with people and the topic of food comes up, he'll chime in and conclude with something like, I should know, I'm a professional chef after all. Oh, no. So I have taken to whenever he says that he is a professional chef, I butt in and laugh and say, he's a cook at Applebee's. <laughs> or I will say in an exaggerated tone, oh, really? Say, what restaurant are you a chef at? He gets very angry at me when I do this, and it's currently not speaking to me. And it has been, and it has caused drama in my friend group. About two thirds side with him, with some saying I am right, quote unquote, in spirit, but should not have mocked him and others by saying he is not in the wrong. And others are saying he is not in the wrong at all. One guy who I will call Big Macko. What the fuck is his name? Um, Big Macko even said it does count as being a chef. The other one third on my side and think it's ridiculous for Janto to claim the mantle of a professional chef. They are all arguing with each other now because of it. So what is the answer? Am I the asshole pointing out what my friend is actually just to cook out Applebee's when he claims to people that he is a professional chef, quote unquote? Yes, I don't think he's the asshole. Yes. Yes. Is somebody looking at an ultrasound right now? At what? <laughs> I was thinking. Huh? Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. It was Bane moaning to Kelly. That <laughs> clearly, clearly. Yes, after like you would have to be the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, asshole for me. Okay. Um. I mean, I do feel like that is a very <laughs> asshole thing to do. I don't know how Applebee's kitchen operations run, but then it could be shopping it up. So he might have ideas outside of Applebee's. That might just be like his starter job. We don't know how. Oh, like, okay. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I'm gonna say. How long have been Applebee's? I agree with. Well, you're an asshole, so you would say not the asshole. I mean, how long have you been working there? I feel like how long has he been working at Applebee's? If he's been working at Applebee's for more than two to three years, and he's still saying that he is a professional chef, he has absolutely no, ma'am, no, ma'am. He has absolutely no aspirations. No, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. He has absolutely no aspirations of doing any type of Instagram chefing it up because he would have he would have made a plate by now. What is the ultrasound? Where is the breathing? Who is breathing this phone like this? So look, I was gonna say not the asshole just because like I feel like that is healthy friendship banter, I think a little bit. I feel like people be like, Oh, I'm I'm a professional chef. You'd be like, oh, really? Are you? Nigga, are you? For real? Like, I just just think that's, especially because he'd be like, so I should know. Like, if you, I would say he would be the asshole if his friend would be like, yeah, you know, I cook and, and, you know, and he'd be like, for real, you be cooking? Nah, you be microwaving meals. Like, if his friend was on the humble and he was being an asshole, I'd be like, he was the asshole. Because they're both being an asshole level. (laughs) I'm just gonna say that's just that's just what friendship looks like. I agree. I feel like he's lying. He's lying about what he really does. He's embellishing at least. So. I agree with Dave. He's not the friend is not an asshole. Right. Not in this situation. Like, all right, I'm a you gonna go with this story. I'm a fake call you out on it, but you know, I ain't gonna really put you on blast until he put him on blast. I mean, that was funny. You're a cook at Applebee's. That's actually funny as fuck. But did the people really take it serious? Like, I remember. Oh, I I remember when Applebee's was the shit, and y'all niggas was all over that. And do we really? We Applebee's don't cook. I liked Applebee's. And nigga, they had two for like two for happy hour was the shit back in the day when you was broke, bruh. Buy one get one drinks and food. Right. I don't care. Even if I was broke, I still chose Ruby Tuesdays over Applebee's. I was I my black ass. Was I, was I would fuck yeah. up that salad bar. Hello, you get a little extra, bro. I was up. I was up in Applebee's faithfully for that fucking twofer, and them fucking wonton tacos was they swept. I remember that quesadilla cheeseburger was the business all right so i mean you know we have since grown past we've thing, grown, the blue cheese crumbles oh yeah we've out we've outgrown applebee's but we, we have we, we have we, we didn't forget we didn't forget so shout out to y'all oh yes and i'm so glad that dunkaroos is coming back hopefully corona doesn't shut down shipment of production and i can get dunkaroos again this summer so sad. Mm. I, I you got another, you got another asshole moment, Greg? Yes. Oh, boy. This one's a bad one. Um, Kelly or Dayana, which one wants to read this one? I'll do it. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Here we go. Am I the asshole for kicking out my 20-year-old daughter and not my 22-year-old son? Interesting. 
So I was trying to finish some of my chores, and I heard some screaming in my son's room. I ran into the room saying my daughter trashing and breaking my son's room because she did not like how my son is not allowing her to use and break his things. I saw that and was mad because this was not the only time my daughter did that, and it was the sixth time. I was done with her behavior. And I thought I was tired of her not respecting other people's property in the house, which was a rule set in kindergarten. Kindergarten? Okay. I told her that I was kicking her out, and she has a mouth of, I'm sorry, I can't read, a month to pack her stuff and find a place. She asked, why can't I kick out my older son and not her? I told her that my older son never broke or screamed like a five-year-old, and that he pays rent. Helps with bills and follows the rules we set for him. She was through. She she was through. She was <laughs> through. She was through. I'm sorry, y'all. She this is not, yeah. not English. She threw a fit of rage and left and packed her stuff and went to a friend's house. Her friend's mom came in and asked me to reconsider my stance and allow her back in, and I refused. And Thank you for those who gave me your opinions. I'm going to let my daughter back in the house in a couple months. I'm sorry, in a couple of conditions. The first one is that she has to apologize to my son. The second one is that my daughter has to go to therapy. The third condition is that she has to pay for a new speaker and help pay for repairs of the phone that was broken, which was my son. The final condition is that she is not allowed to ruin property, and if she has an issue with my son, she has to bring it up with me. Wow, is this her stepchild? If she breaks any of the rules, she will have a month to pack her belongings and get out. There are no second chances, even though this is her second chance. So, son, I was about to say, but that was the second. Chance. <laughs> right, I was like, this is definitely her second <laughs> I'm, chance. I'm lost. There are no more chances. What she meant to say, but. honestly, the seventh chance. Um, yes. I don't know why this girl is breaking this shit, and why has this been allowed to continue six times? There's something not right about that situation, and that's what I'm gonna leave it at. Because my thing is like, you ain't realize if your if your daughter is supposedly doing this for no reason, you didn't realize after the first motherfucking time that she needed therapy. Why wasn't this discussed then? Second or the third. I mean, damn, she made it all the way to the sixth and decided to write a letter. Yeah, so I don't know. To answer the question at hand, I don't think the mom is an asshole in this situation. But it could have been handled a whole lot differently. (laughs) It's as if she's writing and this girl just is crazy and acting a fool and then the son is this golden child, then yes, she's not the asshole. But if there's something else behind it, which I strongly feel there is... Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, they say mothers love their sons and raise their daughters. So uh, I bet this ain't her kid. Or something. Yeah, I feel like it's a half sibling or something, something else. So, you know, I hope that girl actually gets the help that she needs to not be fucking up that nigga shit if she's just doing that for no reason. But I don't know. Some something, up with that. I don't like that. Yeah, that one was a really mean spirit. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's the asshole. The mom is asshole. Yes. Okay, her daughter out for fucking. Please elaborate. Yeah, How old is this kid? This kid is twenty. Twenty, and the it's son 20. is twenty-two. Right. So she's a whole grown ass adult. Wait, Mom's guys, not wait, an asshole. Wait, wait. Let's let Q elaborate on this one. Please elaborate, Q. I mean, if you like, if you're paying rent, she won't though. He will. Oh, the, the son will. Oh. 
Oh, the, 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 the son's paying rent and daughter isn't, and she goes and wrecks shit up. Right. Get the fuck out. Okay. So, do you want to redact your statement? I, okay, I'll redact my statement. I'll, I'll recap my statement and say okay. the it's, daughter it's, is the asshole. It's, it's on record already. Don't worry. It's on record. It's all right. It's Thank all right. you. We appreciate that. <laughs> mm. so, Another day in the book, Sarah. Cardi Oakheart. Genuine Spice Run. Blame that. Leona, <laughs> are you ready for yours? No. You're not ready for yours? I'll read the next one. Oh, no. No. No, I'm fine. I'll read the next one. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> It's not that bad. Come on, I'll read it. Oh, oh good. I got a good one for you, Q. And mm, short. You can promise that you are not going to make it about me, right? I, I, I will not make it about me. Here you go. Hi. Okay, all the spice rum. Here we are. Here we go. All right, here we go. Am I the asshole for telling my wife she can't have her dream job because I refuse to be burdened with all of her student debt? Hmm, that's interesting. Throw away. My wife and I married young at 23, and now at 27, she's about to graduate from law school. Congratulations to her, by the way. Side note. The issue is she has a ton of student debt, about 195000 from both undergrad and now law school. But over the past year, she's completely changed her mind about law and becoming a lawyer. She now wants to teach and do Teach for America at the graduating. (laughs) Why Teach for America? Anyway, um, she told me this past week, we talked about this at length, and she wants to do this because it is her new dream job. Previously, it was law. I'm upset because if she teaches her... If she teaches, her starting salary will barely clear 35000 in the first few years. And we live in a really, really expensive city. She has no intention of going back into law later, as well as she says law school was a mistake. Last night, we were talking about the future, and she mentioned our plans to have kids in a few years and how she'd like to be a stay-at-home mom in a few years as well. I looked at her and I and asked her and asked how she thinks we're going to afford that when we've got nearly $200,000 in debt on my one income. She got mad and said, I'm trying to use her debt to, to postpone major life events like having kids. We end up fighting and I told her she can't just teach if she expects me to be saddled with her debt as a result. I said she should at least work in a, work a high-paying job for a few years to repay a good portion. She said I'm prioritizing money over her happiness and that she's disappointed in my lack of support when they would be my kids in my life as well. Am I the asshole to tell her that if she chooses to go down this path, I may need to rethink our marriage? I haven't said anything like this yet, but I am thinking, thinking it. Based on her timeline, she'd only work for three to four years before becoming a homemaker. I'd have $200,000 worth of debt to work through completely on my own, and I don't know if I can do it or if it'll completely ruin the rest of my life. Am I the asshole to say this? No. no. Ooh, that was heavy. But no. That is a lot. That's a lot. No. No. Absolutely not. 
And here's where I, and here's where I will go and here's where I go we'll go into personal experience. Oh boy. God damn it, we no, just said but, don't go personal. Greg no, no, no. Greg baited him for this shit. This is my opinion now. Okay. This is my opinion now. No, he's not the asshole to say that. Because I went through a similar situation. I went through a similar situation. But not so much similar because my ex had health had health reasons why she could not work. We're not gonna go into what those reasons are, but they were health reasons. She wanted to she wanted to be like she wanted to work for the CIA, become a CIA analyst and that all all this other stuff. Like, you know, because she has a degree in Spanish and Arabic and all that. I was like yeah, come on now, man. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> what was so that basically, giggle? <laughs> anyway, for me, when she could not go to work, and all of the all of the pressures fell on me, and then when she reached a, a point where she could work, but was at this point now ingrained in being like, I want to be catered, and I want everyone to do everything, and. I just sit back and all this. I was like, hold the hell up. I'm paying all of this, all of the bills, taking care of all this responsibility, plus family members living with us, sucking up more of my funds. Somebody got to fucking work. So, no, he's not the asshole for saying that. If she has a degree in law, yes, it's, it's a great, great to be a teacher. Shout out to all the teachers in the world. Hope y'all feeling all right. Parents are really feeling it because it is because it is break. But if you had the means and you had the education to work higher and to, to, to support the family, um, that's what you should do. Work. So you feel for this this guy. I feel for this guy. Work. Because yes. he is not an asshole. No, I say no, he's not an asshole for saying perfect. Work. I agree. I 100% agree. Working in the legal industry. <coughs> Excuse me, I do not have coin. Wait, what? I didn't even call for I was saying that we got a purpose that shit, yo. This shit is sad. Sorry. I, just, I smuggle that. But anyway, working in the legal industry, I know that personally, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, if I did it, I would make that sacrifice. I know a lot of people, <coughs> Lord, mm, I know a lot of people do that. I know a lot of people spend a lot of money, <laughs> excuse me, on their... Um, you just call and get it out, bro. Just, just do one, just, just excuse yourself and get it out. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm dying. You inhaled too hard, huh? I did, I did, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I feel great. I, I feel like amazing. Blue rolls. It's been going around. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm, let me take a look. Ooh, yeah. Collect yourself, friend. Mm, I'm good. Okay, so anyway, I feel like in the legal industry, a lot of people, they tend to do that. They spend a lot of money on their education, going to a lot of these um, Ivy League schools, and then they go to these corporate firms that usually on the crevasse scale, pay you 
upwards of $200,000 on your first year as a first year associate. That's your beginning salary. $200,000 plus you're eligible for an annual bonus. So that is what you initially, like initially, like there's no blink, there's no guesswork, there's no negotiations. That is just what the scale is. That is the stepping stone in legal. You will, depending on the size of the firm and if it is that large scale of a firm, you will get paid $200,000. So, I feel like a lot of people go into that doing that. And for her to go through four years of undergrad and another three years of the strenuous and just fuck shit of law school, I don't understand why you would decide to now um, accept $35,000 for your passion. I get it. Like, I understand people need to feel fulfilled, but people also need to be adults. And, um, and pay your fucking bills. And pay your goddamn bills. Like, I just don't understand that. So, um, I don't feel bad for him. Um, hopefully, you can find you a good divorce attorney. I mean, I, I, I hate to say that that is where it might go. But I mean, goddamn, if I date anybody, who tells me that? Like, I will support your dreams. I will be there. But I mean, I be goddamn. Like, no. Are you dumb? So, he's not the asshole. And he just needs to go ahead and divorce her because there's regardless of how they compromise resentment is going to brew from whoever feels like they had to compromise the most whether it's him shouldering Mm -hmm. the responsibility and she just going to teach for america and all this bullshit or if it's her going to that that high-paying law job that she don't want to be at just because she compromised to say like they need to just call it bruh like or i don't want to say that but like Someone is going to build resentment and it's going to show in ugly ways if they don't actually truly come on one accord. And I feel like when you're talking about your passion and like you want which how you want to be fulfilled, there's no like real compromising on that. But if it doesn't work for his lifestyle or the lifestyle he envisions, I don't see how they can like move past that. It seems like they had a decision to get in the relationship. Well, they were 23 when they got married. They weren't even like who they're going to be. Their brains weren't even formed yet. But even still, I feel like there had to be a conversation at some point in which the both of them decided they were going to go to school. And this, this, this is the plan. This is the initial idea of what we're going yeah. to do. And for her to completely, it sounds as if she completely flipped the script. It's one thing to go yeah. to law school and say, you know what, I don't think I want to do a big law firm. I think yeah. I want to do something smaller. Then I can understand that. I can understand you wanting or to take a, a gradual step. Defender. Right. Something like that. But to completely scrap your career and everything that you just previously yeah. invested three years into and say, you know what? Actually, I just want to do this. And then on top of that, I would rather be a housewife. She completely flipped the script on this. No, I, I, and that's why I'm saying he needs to call it. Like I am, I'm with you on that. Cause it's like, they, these are very drastic measures from where I thought our life was going to be heading towards. And you trying to tack on $195,000 debt onto me that I didn't technically create because I'm yeah. trying to support your dreams because you we thought this was going to pay off the way we had envisioned. And then you just like, actually, no. That's It'd be one thing if he was like, someone who probably would be making comparable or more where it's like okay i'll make four hundred thousand dollars it doesn't fucking matter what you do like we're going to be good but it doesn't sound like that guy makes that so like gently huh like gently and a dude on uh cherish the day Mm -hmm. yeah y'all not watching that yeah i i i I agree like you know 
That's my show. Divorce, divorce, divorce can be a, a very beautiful thing, and it looks like if they continue in this relationship, like 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 you said, um, Wes, resentment builds very quickly, and once it's there, it's hard to get rid of. Oh, I know. It's hard to get rid of. I'm a living example of that. So, like, um. No, you're not the asshole, and I would be just looking for a way to get out. Well, that was the. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was am I the asshole? We probably did. No, Aww. not that. <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Fuck out of dodge, nigga. Out of dodge. Go. Stage right, and don't look back. This is the portion of the show called What's Bothering Us, where we keep it to less than two minutes per person about what has bothered you over the last seven days. So let's start with Wes. Why are we going to start with me? Can we we end with me? Sure. Sure. I'll go. Oh, Darren's going. Okay. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I volunteer as Tribune, by the way. Um, what bothered, what's bothering me is probably what's bothering Greg at the same time is the fact that with all this shit that's looming, I'm still at fucking work. In the office, not just at work. Like, I would be fine if I was at work and I was at home. But I'm still at work, in the office, with nobody in my goddamn building. And to top it off, I run a help desk. Mm. And, you know... Mr. Orange Man decided, oh, no more than 10 people in a space. We are literally counting motherfuckers at the door. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hey, nigga, you got to go over there, bro. You can't even come in this office. You got to go to the other office. Oh, nigga, nah, you got to go home. Nah, this shit is irritating me. It's blowing the fuck out of me. Mm. Not going to say where I work. I'm just going to say the fact that the place that I work at is the place that told everybody else to stay the fuck home, except I'm at home. I mean, I'm at work. <laughs> Let that sink in. Mm. Whew. Uh, Damn. Well, I don't know if I need to follow that up or just actually sure. Um, so first and foremost, this is a dedication to my employer. Um, I'm hoping that they do shut us down because I promise you on everything I love. Once I go on maternity leave, what I'm doing is I'm taking those two weeks. I'm going to come back, you know, between like the end of August to October and work. And then I'm going and taking the other eight weeks for the rest of the year. And then I'm quitting. So I, I have to. Um, I found out the last seven days how much an essential employee is actually non-essential, like completely at all. Because for you to say, hey, like come in every, you know, every day for a week, but then you're giving remote people the ability to work from home. And I'm not putting that on them. That's not their responsibility but to put us on like a 50-50 schedule so they can go home, possibly get sick from either the people who have been traveling, you know, to and from work every day or the reverse. It's kind of like really fucked up. So that's why I like, I talked to one of my coworkers and they were like, oh, one of your podcast members. I was like, oh shit, they listen. This is how I found out. So she was like, Wes, she goes, and does she work at like a hospital? So I was like, oh boy, here we go. So she was like, does she have to work? I was like, no shit, she does. So, anybody who does have to, yeah, yeah, anybody who does have to work, like, just know that your employer really doesn't give a fuck about you, and you aren't really essential. So that's just what's been bothering me for the past seven days. So, yeah. 
Who's next? I'm going to make mine funny because I'm not in a bad mood. Like, <laughs> so I found out this week. So we've been talking Love, and, um, Love is Blind recently. And the whole season, Diamond, well, she wasn't on the whole season, but Diamond's wig was bothering me, right? I found out yesterday that she's a Hampton grad. And I just like to say it all makes sense. <laughs> the shade but yes it does yes it does yes it, it all does. comes back to i'm you know um praying for everyone with their different situations um but i'm definitely blessed in the fact that um my employer has finally let me <laughs> you know take myself home <laughs> for the foreseeable future and yeah, um, so that's, I guess I'm going to do what's bothering me being Diamond's wig, and what's blessing me is being the fact that I am not in a situation of being in a toxic space. Mm. Need to strive to be like to Does Diana have anything? So what's bothering me is I would just really appreciate if we all just took a moment um, to just do a smidget of Googling, just a minuscule amount of research before we share information from person to person. We are currently in a time where a lot of people feel very uncertain. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of hysteria being sworn around. So please, for the love of God, stop sharing this message. That says that your uncle's friend's cousin is in the military. Your friend is in works for the government. Like from 20 shared text messages ago that says this stuff about the fact that we're going to be on lockdown and that the Stafford Act is going to be put into place and using the Stafford Act as a threat to tell people that they need to stay in the house. Please do some research just so everybody knows the Stafford Act is already in effect. Mm. Trump called a national state of emergency. He invoked the Stafford Act. The Stafford Act is nothing to be afraid of. Stafford Act allows the federal government to provide financial assistance to states because in other situations, the federal government is not allowed to interfere with state business. Under the Stafford Act, because it is a national state of crisis, federal government is allowed to assist states with financial crisis assistance. Mm. It also invokes FEMA, so FEMA can go to states and help where they are needed. Please stop scaring people. Please stop sharing things if you are not. If you don't know the information for yourself 100% to be true, please don't share it. I know everybody is just sharing it to try to be helpful, to try to get the word out. But just, just take a moment to do some Googling and figure out if what you're sharing is actually correct. Because I'm tired of telling people this ain't real. Thanks. Also, GameStop, while I, of all people on this podcast, completely appreciate you, you are not an essential retail department. You are not a grocery store. While I appreciate the fact that you were trying to sell video games to people, you're not essential. Stop using the fact that you feel like you are essential to stay open when people are mandating that you close. Thank you. Close the store. Ugh. All right. 
they got to get that. What is that? Uh, Gears of no, um, Doom, right? That's the game that's supposed to be coming out. Please go purchase it, it on your right now. <laughs> She's right. Like, Log into your PlayStation. Head to the Bethesda Net Launcher. Mm. Go to Xbox. You could just download it. Download it and play it tomorrow. Hit me up on Twitter if you uh, want my PlayStation Network code so I can beat your ass in uh, battle mode. See oh. you tomorrow. Actually, I'll see you in hell. Wow. That escalated. All the way to hell, huh? Doom Eternal is about a demon slayer. Yes. yes. Hell. We got it. We, we got it. it. I just, but we were just, I, it was just funny to say that. Q. Uh oh. Teachers, teachers, how y'all feeling? Parents, y'all all right? Yeah. Um, so. It was so funny in the beginning. So, so to all you parents who are now tasked with working with your child at home while us teachers and everyone else is at work, I mean, at home, trying not to die. I hope you now fully realize that yes, your child is the asshole. <laughs> Wait, what? Not your child is the asshole that we tell you that they are when we call home every day about them. Mm-hmm. It's your child. It's not us. We're not lying when we say your child's bad as shit. I hope you're seeing that. And I hope that you now gain a better understanding of the job that teachers have to endure every day. Because we see the, we see the Facebook messages, we see the text messages, the emails of y'all. Oh my God, when can they go back? Oh my God, I don't, I don't know how teachers can, I don't know how teachers do this every day. You're now getting a first class, world class view of what we go through all day. So, Enjoy this time you have your babies. You're going to have them for a while. Of course, we'll be here via email, text, class dojo, Zoom, Google Classroom to help you, but you got them on your own. Mm. Peace and love. Mm. <laughs> Yo, Ken, we named this episode Your Child is the Asshole. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh, sh- it's so weak at that one. <laughs> he was in rare form tonight. He said, I ain't been in that building. <laughs> Your child is the asshole. <laughs> or with the asshole. You can say asshole. It's still just as funny. <laughs> I'm hoping you let me get the whole word asshole out there. Let me say fuck. So, you know, that's fine. Uh, uh-uh. I, I want to hear from Kelly. I was going to close it with Kelly, so please. Uh, oh, so uh, okay, I won't go. No, I thought you were. okay. What? You said you closing it out with Kelly. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Kelly, you go, and then Wes, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's been a long week. Please, I know. I love y'all. Mm. Um, <laughs> Kelly says she don't believe it. She never do. I don't. No. Um. Well. I'm blessed to have a house full of food and um, I've just been home, honestly, y'all, since like Saturday from work, since Friday, 
Um, what is bothering me, however, is the amount of conference calls I've had to participate in since I've decided to work from home. I feel like a lot of these have been accountability calls, and that's fine. Um, however, we're just talking about what we're emailing about, so what the fuck. Anyway, um, another thing that's bothering me is we had a business professional call today where everybody was on the call. And I hate these calls because the same motherfucking people always got something to say. And I hate it because today was not even helpful. It was just a waste of time. Um, I feel like we spent um, a lot of time and those, those two people that normally speak definitely spoke and all they had to say was shout out to IT or shout out to office services for FedEx and my packages to the client. It was just dumb. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm outgrowing this place or if I'm just, um, I'm just, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So that, that is definitely was bothering me. Just the unnecessary check-ins and phone calls and conference calls. I appreciate that my firm has been um, prompt and on time with everything when it comes to dealing with this pandemic situation. Um, I have not had to work in the building um, at all. I've usually worked from home before, so this hasn't been quite the adjustment for me, but either way, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that I still am working. However, I just wish y'all motherfuckers would learn how to like mute your lines and and just ask real questions that would actually be substantive to folks. Otherwise, shut the fuck up and let's just enjoy this time we have at home with our people. Okay? Right. Well, that's all I got, guys. Um sorry, I don't know exactly how that sounded, um, but I don't really care. I'm just tired. It's so good. So, bye. See y'all later. Damn, just bad niggas. Fuck it. What's okay? Um, as y'all know, I work in healthcare, so my advantage of this whole thing is uh, a lot different. Um. I don't have the luxury of deciding whether or not I can stay home. Um, like with any natural or inclement weather, or whatever, I am truly essential personnel. So it don't matter what happens, the meteor could come and niggas is going to be like, so when you come to work? Unless I was evaporated, I should be in the building when I'm scheduled to be there. I have no problem with that. I chose to do that. I like to help people. I love saving lives. I enjoy critical care. It is what. I was partially put on this earth to do. That being said, what bothers me is people and this government and um, just this massive confusion and denial of how serious this thing is. And also the fear and the panic that is making people hoard shit that is that should not be hoarded. That is making it difficult for people who are less than um, and, you know, lower social, you know, economic statuses. People of a lower economic statuses can't get 
the necessities they need because people are buying toilet paper and diapers and water in droves. Like they have 30,000 people or at least 10 people in their house of two and maybe a dog. Um, I'm bothered by the fact that our leadership, our national leadership, I should say, I won't say the state, um, knew about this for months, didn't think that it would affect us, and has done nothing to help us truly prepare for this. Um, I'm bothered that I know that more people will probably be affected by this than is what is truly necessary because we didn't take the proper precautions in the first place. And some of that is because hands being tied by administration, some of it's being tied by people being selfish and not wanting to truly social distance themselves and doing what, you know, our medical professionals are begging them at this point to do. Um, I work with immunocompromised patients and I'm afraid that my patients will be killed by this disease because people don't want to listen and stay in the house unless it's absolutely necessary and I mean, I'm frustrated with myself because today I like wanted, I had to get my nails done because they were just destroyed and I felt bad for being in the place, but also upset because I'm like, this is my self-care thing. This is what I do to make sure I can mentally withstand the heavy load of work. And I'm just frustrated with how like our whole world is being basically upended by something that is so microscopic and that we are too selfish to do what we need to do to make sure we can minimize the impact of this disease. That's all I got. Can I also say to everybody who flocked to BJ's, Target, Costco, wherever, and decided that they were going to buy 10 packets of toilet paper, 20 things of um, paper towels, I would like for you to know that those stores, at least Costco, as of today, put out a notice that said, hey, we're not taking this back. Costco has a very... um, forgiving return policy. policy. I watched a woman bring back a potted plant that had died to Costco and get her money back. But they said, look, you wanted to be an asshole. I Trump you. Mm -hmm. Trump. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't on purpose. (laughs) It was not on purpose. Um, So I hope that you can eventually get through all of that toilet paper that you decided to hoard your house. And you better not throw it away either. You better use that for your yourself, your children's, and your children's children's. Like how much shitting do you plan on doing, bro? Bro, Like how many booties are in your house? (laughs) When the literal shit hits the fan, nobody's going to be concerned about if you have toilet paper. I see see Rick at the Walking Dead be concerned about toilet paper now. One goddamn time. Fuck a toilet paper. Okay? There's too many, Fuck there's that. too much stuff going on. If if it really gets that bad, you think you're gonna be home to even shit on a pot? What you doing? Taking the shit with you? No. <laughs> Let me wipe my ass out here in the wilderness. Hold on. I don't know what y'all was doing before the epidemic or the pandemic. Like honestly, they didn't have nothing, any fucking toilet not, paper. They were wiping with their hands. That is a lie. That is a disgusting. That's oh, oh, that's what's something else. So I brought this up in the group chat. But I'd like y'all to think about this when y'all are up in public. 
using the restroom, make you a nest. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tiff, where are you going to the bathroom where they don't have the sandy seats? That you're so concerned about. I don't, care. I don't care. I still make a nest. I will make. You know who sat before you? Exactly. Make a nest on the sandy seat. I still not. Nah, I still. I just make my own sandy seat. Fuck that. You I don't use the sandy seat. No, it's a little paper thing. That's yeah. the nice piece of paper. Like I'd rather make mine. I do two layers. Okay. One, two. Excuse me. One, two, three, and then I do another layer depending on how fast I gotta go, and. <clears throat> Then, you know, once my nest is right, I can sit down. But I can't yeah. sit down until my nest is right. Sat down. Okay. You know, I don't understand. Is that a cultural thing as well? Is a question I'd like to know for our non African American listeners. not even sitting on the seat to begin with. Right. I was but, raised on squat culture. So that's cool, but I, you know, that's probably why our knees aren't as, as strong as Megan's because we've been squatting a whole lot in our lives. I've been making that nest. Yeah, that nest has been saving me and not strengthening my knees. Mm-hmm. I dead ass have almost kissed myself making a nest. Like <laughs> same. <laughs> almost every time. I, I, I just, just gotta get this last layer. Hold on. Um, <laughs> right. It's that yeah. comfort and knowing. I ain't getting a thing. I don't know. <laughs> right. Thank you, dude. <laughs> I don't want that thing. I don't so, trust all at all. Nope. Let me make that nest and see. What else is bothering me? I'm sorry. What's wrong? Uh, just people thinking that hospitals have endless resources. And I'm like, y'all forget that niggas was sick in the hospital before all this shit popped off. Like, we, we still got patients there that we need to take care of. Big facts. And. We're going to be overwhelmed, and I hope we don't get as bad as Italy, but I will not be surprised, and it's going to be a sad day for everybody. Yeah. At this point, I just want him to honor that promise of that thousand, what is it, $1,200 check? I need that. You know, I got questions Mm -hmm. about that. So people who were not working prior to all this, uh, not saying that everyone doesn't need money, but... (laughs) 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 Well, right now I'm saying it, to every working, every working adult mm-hmm. will get well, for the check. a thousand dollars via via direct deposit. It's not going to be a paper check. It's going to be the, via direct deposit. My question for that is: Are they going to send the funds via? To to employers and then employers send it out. Oh, it no might way. be they through the treasury. Them. You know how you do your, like but, IRS refund. But everyone has it. Like I saw but a congressman. I saw a congressman tweet today um, that. Let me see if I can find it really fast. But basically, he was saying that it's going to um, everybody who filed their 2018 taxes and then there are specific demands based on that. Like you couldn't have made more than $75,000. You're definitely, or like it goes down. If you've made more than $75,000, you definitely don't get it. If you made more than $99,000, you get an additional money. If you have children, you get $500 additional for each. I don't think it, they're sending it to you taxed. No, you know, I said is that gross or net? The money. That's what I'm asking. Uh, salary. Is um, that gross or net? I'm talking money. Not- gross. Like, I just need the no. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. I need something pre-tax, gross. Pre-taxed income. 
Oh. Like when your job is like, this is how much money you make. Definitely out of that. I'm still in that yep. running because y'all niggas do not pay the rest of the healthcare community <laughs> as much as y'all pay doctors. So it's nice to know that all of y'all are making some money. So when this is all over and I need to hold something, you <laughs> know, count me out. Whatever you're, just, whatever you're saying is not including me. I looked at everybody who was like, oh, no, I don't get one because I don't qualify. Now I know why you don't qualify. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. I got kids. I still ain't got no fucking money. Got kids. I got kids. So, but But, I don't have children. I just have property and other shit. I'm tired. I don't got nothing but a. I work for a small company, so there's that. (laughs) All right, y'all. So let everybody know where they can find you on social media, so we can get up out of here. Uh, You can find me on all the socials at I am Kelly Elise. That's K E L L I A L Y S E. All right, and uh, you can find me, Chili Chew, on everything. T U L L E Y T O O. Be blessed, y'all. <laughs> they call me Banks on Instagram, underscore Twatch Me Work on Twitter. Too easy, 1906 on Twitter. I don't use Instagram, that shit sucks. Ooh, hater. <laughs> Uh, it's one too many frogs. Only the number two many frogs on Twitter. Oh, sweet. Oh, shit. Sorry, y'all. That <laughs> um, was lovely on the things. Yeah. And you can follow us all at Young Black Pod on every single platform uh, until, actually, no. Next week, we're taking a week off. Like, I'm tired. Very, very tired. So. No episode next week. Y'all just gonna have All right. everything else that we have going on. Um, so actually, I'll see y'all at the next Netflix watch party since I missed the Beyonce. Yeah, I was yeah, so I missed pissed. The Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce, that was Beyonce's first retweet. That child is blessed. She will live a blessed life. You work at Netflix. Who the girl? The girl who started it. Well, there you go. Was it fun? Like, was it interesting? Was I, it? I couldn't, I, it was it, I couldn't get the chat. I couldn't get the chat to pop up. <clears> but I, I just watched it. I think the server was overwhelmed. Homecoming puts me in a very, very good mood. So was it set up like this? No, you can't see anybody. It's like, um, it's like when you watch Periscope. Oh, okay. So, like, you watching it, and like, it's just a chat box on the side that you can open or close. And there's normally one person, whoever starts it, can control. Um, so, somebody isn't like <coughs> rewinding it or pausing it for everybody that's watching. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I'll definitely be in the next one. I have to. That's, that just sounds like fun. So, we should, we should do one. Actually, I don't, I don't know. What is on Netflix that's worth it? Nigga, we got Alter Carbon. We got Love is Blind. Love is Blind. I want to see guy, yeah, that. I want to see how the guys react to Love is Blind, to be honest. Yeah, things. There's shit on net. It's fucking Netflix. We'll find something. That sounds like a plan. They got motherfucking Outbreak on Netflix. I was watching it and then I got I'm not watching any of those we're, kind of movies. We're living to be <laughs> Fuck you, me. We're living Yo, outbreak. Contagion. Don't watch is it. So live and no, real right you. now. That's actually really Rocking good. Before we get out of here, um, Kelly, tell me your astrology sign. No, I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn. Um, okay. If it, you gotta be some shit. Me, um, basically, what to watch on Netflix based on 
your sign. So it's telling me to watch The Witcher if you're a Capricorn. <laughs> the it's Witcher on my list. If you haven't watched it, <laughs> The Witcher is good. The Witcher it's, is quite entertaining. What's mine? Do me next. Who do me next? Oh, Come on, tell us all our our things. I'm a Scorpio. She's not Scorpio. Okay, Scorpio. Scorpio. It is the series called You. That show is so good. That sounds weird. Do me, What's your sign? I'm a Leo. Leo, the show is called On My Block. Oh, I good. haven't watched that. Is it good? I heard it was good. It's on my list. I haven't watched it though. I might start it tonight. I'm a Virgo. Virgo, okay, let's see. Virgo was the first one on the list, I think. Uh, let me just scroll back up. Um, show called Our Planet. Um, it shows two panda bears, I guess. I love Our Planet. I watch Our Planet yep. all the time. It sounds you like a would. documentary. It is. It sounds <laughs> very Virgo. And that's my category. <laughs> all right, I guess I'm last. Uh, Q, you should be with me, right? We're both Geminis. Yep. Let's hit it. Um, Gemini's, Gemini's. Dang, this thing is taking forever to load. Virgos, no. Cancers. Oh, Gemini. Oh, okay. Gemini. Sex education. <laughs> oh, that sex show education is, is fucking good. amazing. With Janelle Monet. It's amazing. Janelle Monet, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, no, that's guys. explained. No, sex education is the British show. Oh, sorry. I'm missing. Yes, once you can get past the accents, it's actually funny as fuck. That's oh. really good. In case you guys are wondering, uh, Love is Blind fell under Libra. Um, let me see what else do we have. Uh, Sagittarius is Don't Fuck With Cats. Mm. I couldn't get through that. Get me. I didn't even I try. Didn't I even try. I can't deal with that. I'm not watching that. Um, Gabriel Hernandez. I watched that. Oh, Gabriel. No, no I, I watched no. the other Hernandez. Not the Aaron one. The one with the, the little boy. I'm not boy. watching that one. I got through Sorry, the first I can't do it. Fifteen minutes of that, and I was that's why. Like, oh, that is one reason why stop. I cannot watch. I can't work in pediatrics because like, I would lose my job for fighting parents who do that to their kids. Yeah. So no, can't do it. Sorry, don't want to watch people mutilating cats. It's fucked up. No, can't do it. I've been binging for my man. What? This show that comes on TV One. Oh good. It's good. They sound like some mess. It's basically when these young women decide to hook up with these men and commit crimes because they feel like they have to be a ride or die. And I just want to tell y'all, it's never worth it, guys. Ever. <laughs> these niggas are going to snitch on you in the end. They always the, do. Roll the bus right <laughs> over your ass. And you'll get the, you'll get the most time, usually. <laughs> Statistically, you get more than he will. That's insane. And that is insane because he's the one doing the actual crime. Yeah, and then it's like, from the beginning, it's like, oh, I'm going to call my grandfather because he wouldn't let me leave the house to be with you. But then you're going to jail and you can't be with anybody. Right. <laughs> now, nah, them niggas be getting married in jail. Dumb as hell. Uh, shout out to. You ain't getting no dick. <laughs> Shout out to Love at the Lockdown. Like, John Lee Malvo sure got married recently. No. Did y'all hear me? Yes. No. Yes. John Lee Malvo got married recently. Uh, oh, the sniper dude? I saw that. Yeah. So who who was the lady? They didn't identify her. Oh. 
Was she the one? I wouldn't R. Kelly too. What you saying? Bail out R. Kelly too? Or no? I mean, I, for him, that's different because he was a child and that nigga fucked him up. Yeah. So you can't put all of that on him. John. He was manipulated. He was. He was a 17-year-old boy, and like, yeah, we can say all these things, but I'm like, if this is a person who's essentially raised you and then indoctrinated you, like, very, it's a very hard thing. So while I don't think he needs to be getting out of jail, um, I do empathize with the situation he was put in. Um, but I, I read, it said that it, even though he's married, it doesn't necessarily um, guarantee that they're going to get any conjugal visits. No, it doesn't. So. They could be in the closet like uh, like more than you. <laughs> but I have yeah. a, But see, this is the thing. Like, I don't really like those kinds of marriages because I feel like the women who enter into those types of arrangements have control issues. They do, and are like borderline abusive or can yeah. be abusive. So I'm they give that, me man. pause because, like, why? Like, you're marrying someone who's in a contained space who can't. You know, you can't physically be with or whatever. They can't make decisions for themselves, especially financial ones. And some of them still do have money coming in, but you can control that. Like it's it it yeah. Sorry again, I got too deep. My bad. Nah, <laughs> it was only one of them girls on that show that I felt like was somewhat quote unquote winning when she had to do from the prison that was still paying her bills. Like oh, the one who was a gangster. Uh, yeah, in Florida. Like yeah, he was, was ugly as fuck. He was, girl. Ooh, I was just about to say that. He was ugly as shit. God, he was terrible. Mm, he was terrible. What's but she didn't care. LaMondre, yes. Mm. LaMondre, the ghetto child. Ooh, child. Mm. But, yeah, she was the only one who seemed to have made a profit out of that um, situation. Everybody else just blew their money on dumbasses. Just stupid. All right, y'all. I'm going to go and watch Love After Lockups week. Uh, was it last week's episode? Because I need to catch up. I need to Ooh, text me, friend. <laughs> oh yeah. Between that, and it's between that one and there's another show that I've been watching. Um, what's the one? The, the black dude named Michael. It's based in DC. Um, Love at First Sight. Oh, he's a bitch. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Oh, shit! <laughs> Damn! Ain't that Eric friend? Oh, oh well. Um, time to go. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. today. So we'll see y'all in two weeks. Hopefully, we get our checks by then. So bye. Two eight twenty four. Yo, y'all niggas, wait. Y'all gotta be reckless, like it, like that Chappelle skit when all the black people got rep- reparations. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got it. I know y'all gonna be reckless with this money, and I need to see it. So please, I got you, son. I'm gonna buy some spinners. I'm buying spinners. I'm yes, throwback. Nigga, we are gold in a time of financial uncertainty. I'll be saving it. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you in two weeks.